Hey, and thanks for joining me for episode 21 of the Roaring Out podcast. This is week two of the delight topic. If you'd like to hear the first episode, which covers delight in the personal life, check out episode 20. So last episode was more an introduction to delight, what it means, and having a more personal approach. Now, how can you going forward focus your delight outward? It's certainly helpful to focus it inward first. You got to take care of yourself in order to take care of others, as the typical saying goes. But it's also easier to experience delight when you're home and when you're comfortable. But what about at work or another environment that might get you stressed out? So first, as I mentioned in the last episode, you must figure out what your delight or delights, if you have multiple, are, and then make them a priority each day. It's going to be really difficult to focus your delight outward if you don't first have a personal practice. Now, the why and the how. Doing what you love can really boost your productivity, and your attitude towards certain activities can really determine how well you do them. So that's really more of the why. Now, how? How can you focus delight outward? So as I mentioned, first you want to focus it inward and make it a priority. And if you haven't quite done that yet, if you haven't um, figured out what your delight is, I'd encourage you to, before continuing with this episode, um, to first listen to episode 20. But if you've done that and you know what your delights are and you're in the process of making them a priority or you've been doing that for a while, which is great, um, here's how you can focus your delights outward in the professional world and just in the outer world in general. So since this is focused more on the professional, here's the first thing. If you love your job, that's awesome. You know, you're, you're really ahead of the game there. And if that's the case, then you want to think about what brings you delight about your environment and try to amp that up. So for example, if you love your coworkers, maybe hang out with them more or have, um, what can be called lunch and learns. So maybe during your lunch break, um, make it so that you can hang out with one or two or even more of your coworkers to not only get to know them on a personal level, but also just learn from them. Some of our greatest teachers are those around us who we really admire and who have the qualities that we want to possess. Now, if your delight is the work itself, see how you can more streamline your work experience. And by that, I mean, even if we love what we do, there are certain tasks that maybe are more time consuming than we'd like, or perhaps get in the way of what we really like to do. So just to use myself as an example, one of the things I do is teach. But with teaching comes more administrative work, like um, filling out forms for students or entering grades, things like that, which, you know, are necessary, but do get in the way of and, you know, aren't really my delight of actually being in front of the class and interacting with the students. So I try and use different programs that can help me streamline that process. So I spend less time entering grades and can focus more on preparing uh, for being in front of the students. 
Another way that if you love your job that you can increase your delight in that environment is using your free time to incorporate what you love uh, into your personal time at your job. So for example, um, if you already like your job, if what you do mostly contains things and tasks that you like to do, maybe, you know, during your breaks or during your lunchtime, maybe bring in something that you like in your personal life into that personal time at work. So say, for example, you like uh, drawing with markers in your personal time. Maybe during your lunchtime after you eat, um, if you have an hour, maybe you could bring some markers from home and paper and spend some of that extra time at work um, to draw with markers. So again, you know, even melding to a certain extent, your personal and professional delights could work as well. Now, that's sort of on the more idealistic spectrum. You know, usually people either don't like their job or don't like certain larger aspects of their job. So what if that's the case for you? I'd encourage you to figure out why you don't love your job. Um, what is it? You know, is it the coworkers? Is it the work itself? Uh, is it the environment or perhaps a superior? If there's a way to decrease what I call the soul-sucking aspect of a job, um, meaning those tasks or the people that really just drain you, make it happen. If there's a way to decrease that, if it's a certain coworker, maybe decrease the time you're around that coworker. If it's a superior, maybe see if you can transfer to a different department so you can have a different superior. Um, and if you cannot do this, um, say it's the work itself and, you know, you can't get away from it because it's in your job description, then I'd encourage you to reevaluate. What would you love to do instead of what you're currently doing? Then I'd also encourage you to make a plan to make whatever you want to happen, happen. So for example, if you just don't like the work itself and would rather be doing something else, maybe in a different department, maybe in a different field, then make a plan and make it happen. So if it's getting a different job, search for different jobs in fields you think would be better suited for you and would be more delightful for you. And maybe go on interviews if it's possible maybe quit your current job and make time to get, um, a, you know, another job that's better for you. Now, with that being said, I'm not saying quit your day job without a plan, but if the job itself is really soul sucking for you, then I would say certainly with your plan, have an exit strategy. If you're not happy with where you're up, with where you are, and if you're not experiencing delight, you know, that's really going to affect your work. Now, again, I want to repeat, I'm not saying quit your day job, cold turkey, without a plan or without an exit strategy. You certainly want to be smart about things like this. You don't want to bank on other opportunities and then quit your job and find that they're not there. You always want to have a plan. You always want to have backup plans. But I do say have an exit strategy because if you're not experiencing delight, it will affect your work and the quality of your work. It's really been my experience that time well spent and spent doing something that you really enjoy often tends to outweigh monetary compensation. 
Now you might exit your job slowly, maybe say go down to part time. Um, but you know, it can exiting your current job or finding another route can look you know, can take a lot of different shapes. It could be quitting cold turkey. It could be going down to part-time. It could be having a bunch of different income streams like myself. You know, I teach, I copy edit. Uh, One of my current ventures now is bartending and I've bartended in the past. So it might be different income streams. It might be just finding a completely different job, but whatever it is, you know, I, again, I would say have a plan and don't, don't go into it without thought. Um, just to share a little bit of my personal journey about three years ago, I quit my full-time job because I wasn't happy with the work. The environment was fine. I really, my boss was wonderful. My coworkers were wonderful, but the work itself really wasn't gratifying to me. And often when I went into work, I wanted to be somewhere else. And I knew that was affecting the quality of my work. And that wasn't fair to my coworkers or to my boss or to my department. So I quit and planned on having a lot of different income streams, some of which did not work out. So the first six months of that first year, when I quit, I had to hustle a lot. And I did quite a bit. I was a personal assistant. I babysat. Uh, I did a little bit of teaching though. The classes weren't quite coming in as much as I had hoped. So I'm thankful that I had a lot of backup income streams, but again, you know, that's why I say don't quit or go down to part-time without a plan. Another thing to take into consideration is you may find opportunities for sharing your journey uh, as I went over in the last episode, and sometimes those opportunities can bring some income. Now, if you love your job or you've gone through the journey of finding delight in your work, either through going into a different field or having multiple income streams, whatever the case may be. Now, how can you bring delight outwards once you find it in the professional world? There are a lot of different ways you can do so, and I'm just going to list off a few ways. One is decorate your workspace. If you're in a cubicle or have a certain desk where you're at all day, it can really help to brighten up your mood If you decorate your workspace with pictures of people that you love or just little trinkets that make you smile, not only that, that can really help your coworkers smile when they pass by your cubicle or your desk each day. Another way is to be kind and gracious to your coworkers. Everyone has frustrating days and it doesn't help if you are not kind to your coworkers. So just be even being kind and gracious can turn someone's day around into something positive. Going a step further with that is um, the next two items that I bring up, which is random acts of kindness to your coworkers and even to clients and bringing in goodies to work. Random acts of kindness could just be filling up the paper tray in the copy machine. It could be um, sending a quick note or an email to a client if you know something big is coming up for them. And then, of course, bringing goodies into work helps with that as well. Everyone loves when someone brings in cookies or cake or something um, into the break room. That certainly brightens up everyone's day. Another way you could do this is supporting others in a fun way, like bringing gifts or asking fun questions. One thing I actually do on my Facebook and Twitter accounts 
is every Friday night, I ask different random quirky questions and a lot of people get involved. And I think it's just really nice to ask these questions when, where you can get to know people on more than just a surface level. Um, and you know, some of the questions that I've asked are, you know, what's your, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Or, uh, you know, what is, has been your favorite part of the year so far? And again, it it just, you know, the quirky answers and unique answers that people come up with can really help you get to know people on more than just a surface level. The last area that I'm going to touch on, um, how you can bring delight kind of links back to something I said before, which is sharing your journey. One way you can bring delight to others is teaching others how to experience delight either by sharing your own journey or perhaps by leading classes at a local venue, say a library or community center, maybe an independent bookstore. A lot of times those venues are looking for um, really relevant and free events that they can provide for the community. And this can either be a small group or you can just get together with friends. One thing that I've actually started becoming a part of recently is every other week, a group of people I know get together at a bar at a local bar. And we talk about faith and spiritual matters. And it's just really great and low key. And that's, you know, for myself and for that group of friends, our delight, uh, in one aspect is talking about faith. So we've made time to do that. So if you're maybe a little intimidated by, approaching a local venue, one way that you can teach others to experience delight in a low key way, uh, and, you know, perhaps more low stakes is just get together at a local public venue, like say, you know, a local bar or even a local diner and get some friends together and talk about things that bring you guys delight. So I know that many of the tips that I've given are tailored to a more traditional job, but they can certainly be amended for a more freelance lifestyle or either, or even other types of professional work. So I know the list that I give is certainly is not exhaustive. So I would like to know how would you bring delight into your professional life? Feel free to reach out to me using the links in the show notes. Lastly, uh, to round out the episode, as usual, if you love the podcast, if you like what you're hearing, I would really encourage you to rate it. And I have provided a link for that in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining me for week two, the final week of finding delight. That is my word for the year. And I hope me sharing a little bit of what brings me delight also helps bring you delight as well. Um, Thanks so much and have a wonderful day and weekend. I'll see you during the next episode.